Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening. We've got a lot to get to on the podcast as we recap two new commitments for SMU football, as well as one for SMU basketball, all of them out of the transfer portal. So let's jump right in here and let's lead off with basketball for a change because Rob Lanier and his staff are reuniting with a familiar face from the transfer portal in Jaheim Hudson from Georgia State. He'll have two years of eligibility remaining. He committed to the Mustangs last week, and uh, that gives SMU a second big man in the uh, transfer portal class for this offseason. He joins Tyreek Smith from Oklahoma State. And with Jaheim Hudson, you get somebody who uh, – you know, has been a big defensive force for Georgia State. He broke out as a freshman playing for Rob Lanier in 27 games with 12 starts, averaged five points and 4.6 rebounds per game in 2021-2022. But then he followed that up in 2022-2023 this past season by leading the team with 6.9 rebounds per game, as well as adding 10.1 points per game. He led the team in block shots and finished third with 27 steals starting 21 of 28 games he played in. And this is a guy that stands 6'7", to get some added size to the front court. Maybe a guy that you could even stick out there on the perimeter a little bit as well. Um, What I like about him too, and I think this is an underrated piece about Jaheim Hudson, and he's somebody that didn't really have an incredible high major list of programs after him, but had a a ton of mid-major programs after him. But SMU got him on campus pretty quickly and got him on board is that he won back-to-back state championships uh, in high school. And I I think as Rob Lanier kind of rebuilds this culture, and it's been a a little bit of a change from uh, what the culture was previously, you know, kind of lax, kind of chill, country club vibe, uh, like we've talked about, is you got to infuse some winners into the program. And I think that's something he did here with Jaheim Hudson. Obviously, he comes from Georgia State, which – had a good run at the end under Rob Lanier. He was a part of that team that went to the NCAA tournament uh, and played Gonzaga in the first round, you know, making that run in their conference tournament to to even make the tournament. Um, and now after playing out a year under the new staff, he decides to uh, make a change and, and move on for his final two years of eligibility. That gives SMU four transfer commitments in this offseason. They also have Denver Anglin and Chuck Harris, the two transfer guards to join Tyreek Smith and Jaheim Hudson. So SMU basketball continuing to kind of chip away at this transfer portal market and adding players into the mix. Now, here's the thing about the transfer portal with, with basketball is it, I think it runs another day as we're recording this. I think it goes till May 11th. So we've even seen guys that have entered the portal and we've seen SMU start to pick up the pace recruiting them. I dropped the note at OnThePonyExpress.com about a new target that is emerging for SMU fans to know. So be sure to check that out. $30 gets you six months of access to On The Pony Express. So check that out on the website. Um, Look, there's going to be somebody that SMU brings in, I think, at the point guard position. We've talked about Jaden Reed, who's a guy in the 2023 class who's still unsigned that SMU hosted this week for an official visit or is hosting Uh, I I suppose right now for an official visit, he's one of the top unsigned point guards in the country. 
He's somebody that you can build around for the future, but I do think they go after a point guard out of the transfer portal. And so that was what my note was about on uh, the website. So if you're not a subscriber to OnThePonyExpress.com, check that out. Worthwhile note there on a former four-star prospect in the transfer portal that SMU is going after. So with that, SMU basketball adds another transfer that gives them four. Um, They're pretty close here to rounding out this roster. I'm interested to see how it goes the rest of the way, but um, I got to give the staff kind of credit for kind of hanging in there as the transfer portal continues to give new players into it, um, like their latest target. They also just offered 2023 big man Mitchell Holmes, uh, who's from the Fort Worth area and is still uncommitted in this 2023 class. But I was checking my notes, um, and this is somebody they've been watching for a long, long time. Um, He's just on the cusp of being a top 150 overall prospect in the country. Uh, He's stacked up some offers from um, programs like Auburn, Stanford, Texas State. And this is where SMU is making a late move. They're hoping that he can visit. Auburn is now going to be a program to know. Um, He is somebody that is going to probably check out Auburn. SMU is battling the Tigers for that one now. He told on three. So be sure to uh, stay tuned. Uh, for the latest on Mitchell Holmes, I'm catching up with him later today as we record this. But a 6'11", 200-pounder could play four of the five in the front court for SMU. And I, I think when we've talked about what they need to add in the front court, the final piece was a kind of developmental big man in the sense that you have Xavier Foster coming back. And now that he's been around the program for a year, you feel like he's going to take that next step. You have Mo and Jai coming back. You have Keon Ambrose Hilton. You've added Tyreek Smith. You have these players that make a lot of sense that they have to take their next step forward um, when it comes to uh, producing and producing at a high level for SMU. And um, now you've got to add that that future piece. And I think that's where uh, you look at a Mitchell Holmes as being that guy um, when you're Battling a program like Auburn, obviously you have a lot of uh, things to overcome. You have Bruce Pearl. You have the program they've built uh, into a complete powerhouse across the country. But on the bright side, it is SMU and Auburn. That says a lot about the way SMU has at least recruited Mitchell Holmes, that he hasn't just gone out and committed to Auburn. He can very well do that. Um, He's going to visit Auburn. He's going to visit SMU. um, And he can just kind of enroll at his next program as an unsigned senior. So uh, he's a number 170 overall prospect in the country for the on three industry ranking, Uh, a guy that is coming off an incredibly efficient uh, uh, May and and April and May run on the Nike EYBL. He's actually one of the most official efficient players across the entire um, circuit on the Nike EYBL, which is the best circuit out there. Uh, So that is something that you've got to like about Mitchell Holmes. And uh, so now SMU and Auburn locked in a recruiting battle for Mitchell Holmes, a 2023 big man from Arlington. Before we jump into the football side of things, I've got to tell you guys about our friends at Dank Vodka. Dank Vodka, the best and only terpene-based vodka out there on the market. You can find it at Specs Total Wine, uh, and you can also get it on Drizzly. Our friend Trey Feist, U.S. Army veteran and former bartender who wanted to shake things up 
on the vodka front has done just that with this smooth tasting terpene based vodka. You've got to check it out. Um, I told you guys you can meet with Trey as he makes his run through Total Wines across the area. As we're recording this, it's May 10th. Uh, he's out at Total Wine Las Colinas right now uh, doing that tasting. Tomorrow, he goes to Total Wine at Preston Road in 121 on May 11th from 11 to 2. And then uh, he goes to Goody Goody in Highland Park, in Highland Village, I should say, um, uh, over the course of the day as well. And then next week, he picks things back up on May 16th at Total Wine uh, at Park Lane, 2 to 8 p.m. And then Total Wine in Euless on May 17th from 2 to 8 p.m. And then Total Wine on Alliance Boulevard in Fort Worth all day. So he is all over the place. Be sure to check it out. Dank Vodka. It's a premium vodka for Total Wine. So they've put that stamp of approval on it. Um, and we really appreciate what Trey has brought uh, with his partnership with On The Pony Express uh, and the podcast. So check out Dank Vodka. Go meet Trey. Try it. You'll enjoy it. I promise. Jumping into the football side of things now, SMU did land a pair of commitments. And I want to start with the first one that isn't going to take too long. But Isaac Pearson, a transfer from Texas, a punter who comes to SMU this fall, he will be put on scholarship in spring 2024. Um, he is the second Pro Kick Australia product to join the program. Uh, Pro, Kick, Pro Kick Australia uh, helped Brian Bichevsky um, head to college and play for Texas before he transferred to SMU. He's obviously SMU's starting punter next year. Um, he played uh, Pearson played two years with the Longhorns. He has one punt for, for 15 yards. This is a guy that once Ryan Bichevsky graduates, he can then um, be put firmly in the battle to uh, be the starting punter. And uh, if they are telling him he's going to get a uh, scholarship um, next year in 2024, you've got to like his chances to be that starting punter. So one punt, 15 yards is what it is. It's not a great stat line when you look at it on paper, but um, there's a lot more that goes into scouting these punters and and they have their own tapes and they have their own um, websites. Like I mentioned, Pro Kick, Pro Kick Australia. And um, there wouldn't be really many people that would have been over the moon about Ryan Buczewski coming into SMU and he worked out just fine. So Isaac Pearson comes into the program um, and uh, joins it this fall uh, and then will be put on scholarship in spring 2024. But the big news, um, I should say, that came right as the weekend was hitting was Colorado transfer defensive back Keyshawn Mills jumping on board while he was on his official visit to SMU. Um, he spent one one season with the Buffaloes. He's from Little Elm, Texas. Uh, he redshirted, didn't play, didn't uh, record any statistics for Colorado this past year. But um, I mentioned for a while on this podcast that SMU was looking for another defensive back to join the program and Keyshawn Mills is the latest um, to join the program so he is uh, now in the transfer portal class that continues to grow it's not done by any means um, to give you guys a rundown on Keyshawn Mills he was a number 81 overall corner in the country and number 129 overall prospect in Texas had offers from Liberty Kansas obviously Colorado where he signed with and others um, but I will say uh, his his eighty his eighty six rating 
four on three is a, is a fairly strong rating for a guy who's pretty under the radar overall with his offers. So I think you've got to look at this one as uh, somebody that has size and length, uh, which SMU covets in their defensive backs. They wanted another developmental kind of prospect to bring in at the cornerback position. And he's a guy that was recruited heavily by Ricky Hunley and Scott Simons while they were at Liberty. So there's familiarity here. So they bring in Keyshawn Mills um, and add him to this uh, impressive transfer class for SMU. And now you can look back on him and say, okay, he didn't play as a member of Colorado. It was a train wreck this past season, which on one point you can you know, point to it and say that's red flag. It was an awful team. Why didn't he see the field? On the other side of things, you never know what's going on when things are a train wreck. And um, uh, that is, quite frankly, you know, I think why SMU was giving him a serious look. As a senior at Little Elm, he had four interceptions, eight pass breakups, three tackles for loss, and a forced fumble. A very productive senior season for the nearby program that gave SMU Brandon Crosley as well. I like this take. I, I think he's somebody that you've got to sit there and say, okay, low expectations. I mean, when you sit there and look at the rest of this transfer portal class, there are guys that aren't going to get as much buzz. I mean, I think if uh, Romello Brinson wasn't a, uh, a former four-star prospect, people would have probably been like, eh, could he do it? Hasn't really produced much at all um, over the course of a multi-year college career. Um, on the flip side, you have somebody like Keyshawn Mills, who's super under the radar as a recruit and you've just got to sit back and say, okay, I've got to trust that SMU knows what they're doing when you take a guy like this, because I tried to dig up track stuff. It doesn't mean he's not fast, but I couldn't find anything. So I don't have that. Like I said about Jalen Davis Robinson, he had that elite hundred meter time. You don't necessarily have that when it comes to um, Keyshawn Mills, but what you do have Ricky Hundley came into SMU and put a full court press on AJ Davis a guy who was pretty heavily offered coming out of high school, um, out of Dallas skyline by the end of his recruitment, not that many programs were really necessarily in the mix for him. They kind of backed off a little bit, but he kept saying, you know what, this is a guy that I'm going to go after. I know him. I like him. Uh, I like his toughness and he's trying to crack the two deep right now, or I should say he has cracked the two deep and he's trying to crack the starting lineup. Will he do that this year with Chris Meganson and, Charles Woods, it's going to be tough to do, but at least you now know your next in line is A.J. Davis, probably, for SMU at cornerback. So, And that's because of a really nice evaluation by Ricky Hunley. So I think in this case, you want to wait and see. He has all four years of eligibility remaining, which is a huge plus, and he's got size, he's got length. So um, SMU wasted no time once he went in the portal and uh, got him on campus for the official visit, and he, he kicked things off over the course of the weekend um, with those with that piece of news. Um, SMU did host other transfers. One of them uh, we dropped on the board, so if you want to know who um, was on campus, you can check that out at ontheponyexpress.com. Uh, a pair of other uh, transfer portal visitors, and they also had um, 2024 offensive lineman Kobe Branham was on campus for an official visit, and we'll have his full reaction to how it went on the site as well. Arkansas, uh, who's the in-state program for him, Oklahoma State are battling it out um, for his commitment, um, and he's somebody that SMU is, is battling the big boys for. Um, they're battling an in-state program 
in Arkansas. Uh, they're battling Oklahoma State, which has had them on campus a bunch of times. Texas A&M and Ole Miss are right in the mix as well. So um, SMU did host Kobe Branham, a big, big country boy um, on the offensive line for an official visit, 6'6", 320. Um, but he really liked what he saw from SMU's spring practices and opted to go ahead and schedule an official visit. And so we'll have full reaction to Kobe Branham's visit at OnThePonyExpress.com. Another prospect did lock in his official visit to SMU, and that is Gabriel Relaford, uh, the big defensive lineman, I would say now, out of Shreveport. Um, he's a guy that SMU hosted for uh, a spring game visit, and he was on campus. Um, you see SMU sitting with the on three RPM lead for Gabriel Relaford, who checks in around 6'3", 255 or so. I think he's going to be a true defensive lineman when it comes down to it. We've talked a lot about him, but he announced that he's going to be taking his SMU official visit June 16th. He's also checking out Vanderbilt on June 2nd for an official visit and just picked up an Ole Miss and a Tulsa offer. So things are starting to get hot for Gabriel Relaford. Um, and I feel like he's somebody that has a chance to sneak into four-star status. That's how much uh, I like uh, Gabriel Relaford as I continue to dive into him. One more official visitor note, uh, uh, Graham Utter, who is an SMU legacy, uh, out of the state of Alabama, is going to take an SMU official visit. He hasn't locked in a day. Can't wait for his official visit. UAB and Troy have offered him as well. And I've mentioned him before as somebody who, when you look at his testing, you go back to somebody like Evan Brown, who has now made a career in the NFL, was very kind of lightly recruited out of South Lake Carroll, um, but ended up being a star at center for SMU, you know, handling Ed Oliver um, very well. Everybody kind of remembers that about him. Graham Utter's testing is very, very similar in that regard. So SMU might have found a diamond in the rough, a guy with connections to the program. And who knows, maybe they end up swiping him out of the state of Alabama. SMU's been dishing out plenty of new offers on the recruiting trail, and I want to run down a large group of them um, on the back half of this podcast. But first, I've got to tell you guys about our friends at Smoke Provisions. The contest for a free boulevard is ending next week. So be sure to go, go to OnThePonyExpress.com, subscribe if you haven't already, and start stacking up entries to this con contact contest. Um, it runs through next week. It's going to be a fully catered, catered barbecue tailgate on the boulevard at the home game of your choosing by Shay Dow and his crew. It's unbelievable food. Um, you can check it out. Check out more pictures on their Instagram at Smoke Provisions. Um, but they did us a, a huge solid uh, running this contest. So be sure to enter this contest. It is a literally a free boulevard tailgate. Barbecue catered for 30 of your friends. Doesn't get much better than that. So, so check them out. Smoke Provisions um, and join that contest today. The details are at OnThePonyExpress.com. Finally, we're going to jump in now to some of the new offers. SMU going out onto the recruiting trail um, and continuing to offer 2024 prospects. They also went out and offered some of the state's best and, quite honestly, national uh, players around this around the country really uh this past week and i want to start off with one 
who's from Louisiana. I've known her a long time. Melvin Hills out of Lafayette Christian Academy. He's one of the top, uh, I should say, well-known players in Louisiana. He's been on the radar since his freshman year. He ended up tearing his ACL his sophomore year. Kind of been bouncing back ever since. Um, Texas is the heavy on three RPM leader in this one. He's got an official visit lined up to Texas and Ole Miss. But he's somebody that SMU went down to South Louisiana and offered. Um, and now uh, he is firmly on the radar in this 2024 recruiting class as SMU looks to um, address the defensive line once again. Um, and, and we have his full reaction to the offer up at ontheponyexpress.com. He's somebody that I, I think you're still wanting to see more and more explosiveness out of since he's had that torn, torn ACL. Um, but he's got a ton of offers on the table. He's got the size. Um, it'll be interesting to see if SMU can get him on campus, get an official visit, and then start pushing. He'd like to make a decision uh, before his senior season. Um, LCA is one of those programs that just churns out state championships in Louisiana. And right down the road from Melvin Hills is five-star defensive lineman Dominic McKinley. I'm only going to mention him because, well, he's the number one player in Louisiana. He's a top 15 overall prospect on on three. SMU went ahead and offered him as well. And then they went up north um, to Arkansas to dish out an offer to Wyatt Simmons, uh, who's really just burst onto the scene in a big way. He is out of uh, Harding Academy, and uh, you won't see this too often, uh, but the Harding Academy, the Harding University Bison leading the way over some FBS uh, programs there. Uh, on the R on three RPM, um, but that is uh, you know the hometown school. But Auburn is now offered, UAB is offered, um, Arkansas State, but SMU also dipped in there and offered him as well. He's somebody that is really starting to explode. He's another one now. As Scott Simons looks for linebackers, you've got to see if SMU can secure a visit um, and see if you can make some waves, get him on board before those Razorbacks come in and offer him because I am sure they're evaluating him as well. We dip back into the Lone Star State with a program that was one of the first that I ever went to and covered uh, prospects. But down there in Conroe, Texas, is a safety that is really starting to emerge uh, as one to know in uh, South Texas and, and throughout the state, and that's Devondre McGee. SMU offered him 6'2", 180s, kind of a basketball player, um, but is now really emerging as a bona fide football prospect. Ole Miss and SMU are his two biggest offers now. Sam Houston and Houston Christian have offered him as well. He's squarely on the radar for SMU, and I, I think he's somebody that I like the offer. I like his upside, um, and as as Ricky Hunley and uh, Kyle Cooper continue to kind of go through the the evaluation process with a lot of these players and we've talked about the safety in the cornerback room especially with how many players they're recruiting you know we talk about the Chris Wacomas the Ashton Williams uh the just so many different safeties David Cabongos that they have on their board um well they offer Devondre McGee who's still a relatively raw prospect but doesn't shy away from contact I got a chance to watch his film uh he knows kind of how to play with physicality and then from there uh, he's just trying to put the rest of it together uh, as he continues to kind of really emerge as a bona fide football prospect. So um, he's somebody that with 
half a month to go in the evaluation process, SMU can you know certainly get out there, try to get him on campus. It's early enough in his recruitment. Um, so that was another offer to go out um, at the safety position uh, as SMU continues to look to address that group. They continued in South Texas at Bay City where they offered 2024 defensive lineman Carlin Jones, um, somebody who is um, uh, going to um, be one of those guys to kind of watch late in the process, 6'4", 260, um, and the number 60th defensive lineman in the country on the on three industry ranking. Texas Tech leads the on three RPM for him as well. But SMU's now jumped into the boat. Um, he has power five offers from Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Minnesota, Nebraska. Uh, he continues to stack up some offers here. Um, so SMU now in the mix with him uh, as Calvin Thibodeau really went through uh, what, what ended up being uh, kind of a South Louisiana, South Texas run there um, on the recruiting trail this week, offering Carlin Jones, um, a guy who I think has nice size to him. I, I think our uh, resident defensive line expert, Ojai Pony on the board, compared him to Devere Levelston. I like that comp as well with his long arms. But um, So SMU jumping in on Carlin Jones, who I think has a chance to rise up the recruiting ranks a little bit. I move into the 2025 class because – SMU went out and while they were down in Houston, offered um, offered Kobe Sellers, a guy who ranks as a top 200 overall prospect in Texas, top 20 cornerback nationally. They went ahead and offered him. He goes to the same high school as Anthony Williams, uh, who's another prospect at uh, Shadow Creek that uh, SMU offered earlier this spring. And I, I feel like when you look at what that Shadow Creek team has, um, you got to love what, what he brings to the table. Um, so I really like Kobe Sellers, a really highly touted prospect. We'll see if SMU can get into the mix there. Um, but that was another big offer that went out uh, in the 2025 class. Um, they also went out and offered Joseph Smith, another 2025 defensive back um, out of uh, the Houston area. He's somebody that, as you can see there on the uh, – on three an industry comparison that ESPN already has as a top 300 overall prospect in the 2025 class. And I think some of his offers at the end of this spring are going to reflect that. Um, and certainly somebody that is uh, really, really highly thought of in that uh, Houston area as he continues to kind of go through the recruiting process early on. Um, and then, Finally, uh, the last one I wanted to uh, highlight was another four-star prospect, uh, and that is Devin Sanchez uh, out of Houston North Shore, a really highly touted prospect. SMU jumped into the mix here. He's a top 10 prospect nationally, number one corner in the country. Um, but SMU is now offered Devin Sanchez, who is teammates um, with uh, Levante Johnson, C.E. King defensive back, uh, who – transferred to Houston North Shore. So now has offers out to two teammates. They aren't in the same class, but Devin Sanchez, the 2025 four-star defensive back, the number one uh, cornerback in the country um, on the on-three industry ranking for next cycle. Uh, they have an offer out to him as well as uh, his teammate, Levante Johnson, who they've hosted for a visit. So with that, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the podcast. Um, we will have plenty, plenty more on our mailbag edition of the podcast. And I am waiting for 
some breaking news on the basketball front as well. So if you listen to this far, this far um, be sure to head over to ontheponyexpress.com and we'll fill you in um, on that news. Um, so that is all. A teaser for you guys. $30 to subscribe. You get six months of On The Pony Express. Check out the contest as well for a free Boulevard tailgate. And be sure to drink some dank vodka. Check it out. Smooth, terpene-based vodka, friends of the show. And we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. We will catch you guys on Thursday with a massive mailbag podcast. And uh, hopefully that helps you get through the weekend. So appreciate you guys listening to this edition of the podcast. And we'll catch you next time.